welcome to episode 628 of the PS Nation podcast. Days, literally days away from E3, and uh, Michael's like broadcasting from like out of the country, like why he's like sitting on the floor. I am here, and that's all that matters. But yeah, this is awkward. I am in the middle of a move. I'm between two apartments, so I have my laptop on top of my PS4 that's on top of a little table. And it, I'm on my knees. I'm like praying to Dave, basically, <laughs> why we're recording. But I'm here, damn it. I'm here. I mean, it's not like you're going anywhere like in three days. So. No, yeah, it's not like I poorly planned my move before E3. Be crazy. But I'm looking at like we, we do video so we can see each other talking. And my video is like barely any light because I don't have a <laughs> yeah. lamp in this room. It's all right. Your, your face lights up the world enough for me. So we're I know, right? I smile. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you like that Orbit commercial. Bing! Yeah, that's all you see right now is like teeth because it's just, like I guess this is the problem when you paint your room dark purple. You yeah. need a lot of lamps uh, in order yeah. for you to see in this room. But right. yep, well, I'm here. So we're gonna. It's a pretty light week. Obviously, it's the week before E3. Um, podcast is a little late just due to Michael moving and um, Destiny stuff for me, which is the main reason we didn't record on Tuesday. So um, that's that. But we're going to uh, jump right into it. So you can, um, if you're subscribing, great. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. You can use tons and tons of services. Apparently, one of the three or four different apps now that iTunes has been split into. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I don't, not really sure how any of that's going to work, but, uh, you can, if you, whatever you listen to us, if you can subscribe, that'd be great. If you can leave a review, we'd appreciate that as well. Any way that you could do that, uh, the number of stars you feel that we deserve and a comment is great. Moves us up the charts in ways that we don't understand. You can also subscribe to the direct RSS feed on psnation.com. You can stream it on Stitcher and you can listen on Spotify. So if you are not subscribed, please subscribe and we will, um, Definitely have a lot of content for you coming up in the next week to 10 days. So the plan will be, obviously, to record when we can um, during E3, doing a lot of different stuff. Um, And then the week after E3, uh, just like last year, we will upload the interviews that we have scheduled. And that will be uploaded as an episode. I'll probably just do like a brief intro. I may or may not, probably won't intro each interview. I'll talk about them all at the beginning and then just siphon them all together. but that will be that. So just go ahead and make sure that you are set up to get notifications when we go um, live on Twitch or any of that stuff to see us while we're at E3. And then also that so you know when the episodes, because you're going to see a lot more episodes next week for E3 than just one. So, all right, we're going to jump right into the news. And we've got some some weird news and some cool news on this list here, bud. Yeah, the, the, the weird news is out of nowhere, THQ Nordic announced that they are going to remaster Spongebob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Which... That's what I'm saying. These games have to be cheap. They... But it's a licensed game, too. I know, but still. I'm wondering if THQ Nordic just has an auto-generator or, like, random.org with every video game ever listed... They've got an upscaler. Like they just like stick the code in like in, in this computer, and it just makes the game look better, and it doesn't cost them anything. I I I just don't like understand how this happens, but it seems cool. Just I know a lot of people that have nostalgia for this, but I I it's it's weird. So this is coming out in 2020 for the PS4, Xbox One, 
and the Nintendo Switch. NPC, it's going to feature high-end visuals, modern resolutions, and carefully polished gameplay, according to a Kotaku article. Um, and will feature a new Horde multiplayer mode for up to two players. Um, yeah, so it looks like they're putting some work into it. It just seems kind of crazy that this is happening, because you don't really see licensed games get remade. But speaking of which, uh, two weeks ago we talked about Ghostbusters remastered <laughs> being listed, and that's totally real and coming out uh, I think this year, the end of this year or early next year, we'll have yeah, the Ghostbusters. I saw the trailer. It looked really good, and it looks. Did they remaster the voices too? No, no, no. It's still the same. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say they got those guys that like come into a studio recently. How much did that cost? They, they, they. So when the game came out, they did have the original voice actors. I played the original game, and the performances went from anywhere from <laughs> where you can tell they just kind of were cashing a check. Uh, especially like Bill Murray in in the game, his voice acting wasn't uh, too great, but uh-huh. they were able to get the original cast for the Ghostbusters game when the game originally came out. Um, nice. But yeah, I wonder if they have to get repaid when there's a remastered coming out, or if that contract was solid. I'm sure, it has like a what do you call it a like a x amount of time that you know you can you know. I, I can't think of the word. You know, like when you try to like sue somebody and it's only like X amount of years past. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Grandfather clause or something. Yeah, sure. That works. (laughs) Double Jeopardy? No. (laughs) Um, Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. so, and then THQ looks like they've got a, we've got a, we're going to spend some time with THQ next week, so. Yeah, THQ has more announcements to come. They said they're announcing three games uh, this week or the beginning of next week. Uh, I don't know if this is considered one of them, but they have some more remastered news apparently coming soon. So THQ Nordic just continually to, I don't know exactly, like they're the undertaker of video games. They They have to be making some kind of profitability off this stuff just to keep going, to keep buying more stuff, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of the stuff they do seems to be pretty, it has to be low cost uh, to do some of the stuff that they've been doing I wonder how well like Darksiders worked out for them. Uh, yeah, what the else? rumors that there might be another one. So yeah, I've been seeing those rumors pop up the last couple of weeks that they might already have another one ready uh, which to announce. Scares, which scares me. But... Yeah, because you liked the third like, one, right? Yeah, I mean, I like one. I really, really like one and two, and I, and the third one came. I need to go back to it. The third one came out at just a. A rough time like right in like early november it kind of got delayed again and then yeah. they brought it out um and it was fun like it was you know like it seemed like an improvement but then just more stuff got in the way yeah so um all right they're so, great summer games yeah yeah I, i'm just wondering i would love to talk to thq just about margins <laughs> <laughs> as boring as that may sound but you have to wonder how cheap the spongebob license is for them to to do this it just seems so yeah. random yeah so. uh, but uh, moving on to the next news article another unnecessary update that is like sounds absurd and like sounds like it would just give me like a spinning headache with the first feature that they're at <laughs> uh but uh playstation is getting ready for the next firmware and it's bringing improvements to the party chat and the improvements include Improved network connectivity, improved audio quality for voice chat, and increased maximum party from 8 to 16. Yeah. Which 
that I know definitely is a lot of people uh, yeah. for a party. I mean, the improved audio quality, like, I don't think it's bad at all. Like, I no, prefer that's party fantastic. chat over everything else that's out there. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then, um, you know, but I mean, there's definitely some games that could use some balancing. And I feel like there could be some better, like, better mixer functionality to where you can turn up voices. What I would really love if they did something like Discord where you could actually control individual person's volumes. That would be so helpful, because you always have that party going where you have that one asshole that comes in with the hot mic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or just, a, in general, like a loudspeaker sometimes. Like, I can be a loud talker sometimes myself, or I have a really sensitive mic, or I'm trying out something new. and you know, Or somebody's just a quiet talker, you know, and to be able mm-hmm. to individually tune them would be super, super helpful. I've um, had plenty of friends, though, that I love them, but it sounds like they're eating their microphone. They're so loud. <laughs> yeah but i it's it's funny how this uh the increased audio quality for the voice chat i wonder if that ties into the microsoft deal in terms of they're using microsoft's backend stuff i don't think it'd be that soon though but we don't know exactly we know the deal was announced but who knows how advanced those talks were before the deal was announced and made official and also this is going into the next firmware update which is going to be tested soon so it could be something as quick as flipping a switch in terms of like or at least to improve the network connectivity stuff i feel like that would be something that that stuff would uh, that deal would be able to help without like really soon right or they just needed they wanted to do these improvements no matter what and getting microsoft's cloud services helps strengthen that so it's like okay so this won't break our servers because we're going to use microsoft servers instead right so uh, but i'm i'm happy with this i don't know if i want to be in a party of 16 people but i will take the other uh improved audio and network connectivity stuff yeah um yeah so like i mean is that was i didn't really read that story so is that really the only thing that was in there it's just it seems like the party is the function is the focus yeah, at least for now, uh, they're doing they're doing the uh, uh, the beta program where uh, if you sign up for it, they'll give you and your pick. They'll give you a code that can be used twenty times, so you can invite friends yeah. into the beta program. The only thing is, if you do join a beta program, I believe it says you won't be able to join a party with people not in the beta program. So that's Ooh. why they're giving you twenty codes, so you can make sure. Uh, I feel like if you get a code and you get 20 and I get a code, do I get 20? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's, I think it's just whoever gets into the program first, they'll get 20. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it will spawn like that because I think that would be a little too much right. for their you beta test. release the firmware at that point in time. So. <laughs> but just know if, if your friend gives you a code and says use this, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you, you, you know what you're doing. You get rid of almost all the liability. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, in news that felt like it was late but didn't really shock anybody, there's going to be another Call of Duty game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But there is some really, really cool news in here. So um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's all it's called. So they're kind of going back and going back to, like, Apple iPhone. <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this works. I mean, it's it definitely got a lot of people. What I noticed, even on my own personal timelines and stuff like that, it definitely got a lot of people... Um, interested when they're like oh really you know because this is like some of the some of these would be like the last call of duty that people went to so call of duty modern warfare um you know infinity war and activision 
that looking into the past with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new title will take players around the globe and the battle lines are drawn and experience taken out of today's headlines. So, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that's going on. It's going to release on October 25th on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. And you can pre-order it now. Um, and this will have cross-play. That I'm so excited for that. Yes. I, I don't care what anyone says. Crossplay is super important to a lot of people, and that's why we're seeing games do crossplay more and more. Yeah. So crossplay, um, and it, it nobody's debunked it yet or come out. There was all these rumors that people were saying, "Oh, you're not going to be able to like Sony's not going to be able to play with Xbox. They're going to be able to only play with PC and Xbox and play play with PC." Nobody's come out and said neither here nor there. So I would fully expect a. The only thing that they confirmed is uh, they will match make based on input. So they are going to try and keep away the keyboard and mouse from the controller players, which is a smart move. Yeah. But uh, there are ways to fake it, though. So we'll see how long that. Yeah. And that's not, I mean, I don't feel like that's a big deal because I know that there is a lot of people that I've seen them because I looked into them. There are macros and things like that and, and adapters you can buy to use keyboard and mouse here, like on your PS4. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know a couple people that use those and. I, I don't really ever come across issues where I'm playing a multiplayer game and I'm pissed that people are using keyboard and mouse. Like I've definitely you've had run into situations where you can tell someone might be using a keyboard and mouse, but I've never felt like it gives them a huge advantage on PS4. No. So. Uh, or um, I'm just really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the keyboard and mouse thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I use a controller. So I'm just saying yeah. I'm so good. That and keyboard to be and mouse honest with you, like I've started to pay like with destiny Two going to PC, like a lot of the content creators and stuff like that, that I follow went to PC. Mm-hmm. They plug a controller in. A lot of people do. It, it's, yeah. it's a lot more comfortable and a game like destiny and even call of duty to a lesser extent is built with a key uh, with a controller in mind. Right. So yeah, you can it, key bind. Like if you really get a hardcore mouse and keyboard player, they talk about key bindings and switching swap their swap weapons to like the scroll wheel and stuff like that, and you know, like getting kind of crazy with that. But that's those are like pe- people that have been playing keyboard and mouse forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm excited for yeah. for cross play. And I I know people were worried like I, that will PlayStation join a party? It's Call of Duty. PlayStation's going to have to join the party. Well, there's still exclusive content on That's, PlayStation a week uh, early. Like, I think they said a week early, right? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I guess that will throw a wrench in it, but it's only a week, so it's not even that big a deal. Yeah, it just means, like, during that week, you're just guaranteed that if you're playing the new map rotation, like which is probably all it's going to be is new maps and then cosmetics, yeah. um, you're guaranteed to have uh, PlayStation players. So Yeah. And it's a popular game, so you're going to have a lot of PlayStation players. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, and I think that they're just going to... Um, I th- I have a feeling you'll be able to turn this functionality on and off. Like, if you only want to play against console players, I think you can just... You know, like like Rocket League had that. Yeah, Rocket League lets you choose if you want to play against people on PC. So, yeah, so. I assume that could be an option as well. Right. I just hope uh, they have a way for me to join a party with someone in another game. That's one thing that... Uh, some games that do crossplay have struggled with. That just be game chat though, more than likely. No, but I want to be able to match make with the same on the same team with someone on another console if possible. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they'll have to build something into the game to to be able to do that functionality, and hopefully they can. Activision has enough money they can throw into <laughs> that feature. Um, it is interesting though. Uh, 
Modern Warfare is not going to have a season pass. So it looks like they're moving away from that aspect. Uh, which I wonder... So no season pass, I guess that means maps will just come out for everybody for free, but I guess they'll still have to honor their exclusivity deal for a week with PlayStation. Right. Uh, and then just make money off of selling skins. Maybe we'll get another Battle Royale uh, yeah. mode. So this is one of the things that we talked about, though, like that we you you guys asked us a couple weeks ago, like how we cover E3 and stuff like that. One of the cool ways that I think we're covering E3 is that Michael and I are going to this appointment together. Mm -hmm. So this will definitely be something that we, you know, we'll be able to it won't be Michael like talking to me about an an appointment that he went to. It'll be us having a conversation about an appointment that we went to. Yeah. And we have different perspectives on games and stuff like that. So it would. Mine is right, yours is wrong. So I mean, you say that, but no. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, what do you think of? Uh, I, I for one, am happy. I don't care that it's called Modern Warfare. It seemed like that. No, was I don't. It's just a name. I mean, I, I'm kind of yeah. to the point where it's like just Call of Duty, whatever. Call it whatever. You know. I, I played Modern Warfare Four or Modern Warfare, whatever you want to call it. When call I was of a Duty, teen. Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. I played that when I was a teen and when this game comes out, I'll be in my thirties. So it's been a while. I don't, there's a lot of people that don't even know modern warfare. Yeah. I mean, I get the aspect of it. Like you couldn't just keep going call of duty one, two, three. Cause it'd be like, it'd be, you run into the situation bad and be like call of duty 17. Yeah. With final fantasies basically. And or it's like final fantasy 15. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm cool with like, you know, just kind of rebooting it or trying to build on what they're having. So, but if you want to talk about, uh, Activision's former lover, uh, Bungie. <laughs> so uh, we the, got some we're recording tweets. this podcast um, on June fifth. Right, today's the fifth. Yeah. Yes. We're recording this on June fifth. Uh, Destiny Two: Season of Opulence came out on June fourth, so that was yesterday. And they um, they talked about and they kind of teased something about a week or so ago, and everybody thought maybe we'd see something kind of like in July or something like that. But then they've come out and literally said on June sixth. Yes, June 6th, sorry. That they are going to talk to you about the next chapter of Destiny 2. And um, there's been some stuff with the game updating on the other day. There's been a whole bunch of data mine stuff. And there are some pretty interesting uh, images and advertisements and pre-sales and collector's editions and stuff like that that are showing up um, for it. uh, For a new expansion type thing in September. Um, Shadow... Uh, I don't even know the name of it. Shadow leak, not not shadow leak. Shadow dusk. <laughs> it's shadow leaked, but yeah, um, it's shadow something. Um, I haven't really paid a huge amount of attention to it because I'd rather just wait until like if this would have like leaked like a month ago, like I would have paid more attention to it. But like Bungie's literally going to talk about this like this week. Yeah, and I... they're going to be at E3 at the YouTube uh, streaming area for a panel on Tuesday, but. Um, the image that I know the main reason that uh, Michael put this destiny story in the, in the feed, cause he didn't put it on there for my benefit nope. um, is cross save has been yes. uh, data mined and, and seen in there. So I know you have a little bit more information than I do on this now. Yeah. So the, the cross save thing popped up a couple times in the leaks or the data mining and that would be transferring your character or using your character on different platforms. Though early data mining sounds like PlayStation might not be included, 
but that isn't we'll find out tomorrow uh, if PlayStation's included in that or not. It wouldn't surprise me if PlayStation wasn't included, but I that's... think that the only way that they could get away with it of not being included in it is if there's a and people are hoping that the, 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 the people are hoping that it isn't the case because again when it made the move to PC from one to two. It was the PC version of the game looks amazing, and and like and people are really liking that, and um, they're getting annoyed with the exclusives that's that Sony was getting. That's what I think. If PlayStation, if it's true and PlayStation's not included, it would be the exclusive PlayStation contract, which we don't even know if that ended with Activision or if that's just for the life of Destiny Two or Destiny. Or Destiny, yeah, because it was from Destiny 1 and Destiny 2. Right. So, I mean, like, who knows? Like, the Activision deal, and it could just be Destiny 2 because, I mean, believe it or not, based on when this deal was signed and this con- this length of contract was signed, it was a 10-year deal. And by the time Destiny, if this leak or whatever is coming on September, like, we'll pretty much, the t- we'll be going into the 10th year right around the time when D3 would be coming out. Yeah, and then... They can get out of the deal if it was a 10-year deal as opposed right. to a destiny for its longevity right? or its its lifetime. Yeah. But so, this is, I, mean, I, I know a lot of people that are kind of pissed about this that made the jump from PS4 to PC and they had to rebuild their, their Guardians completely. If they made the jump, if they started playing Destiny 2 in general, and then, yeah, and then, you know, but... The fact that this, there's nothing wrong with this, like, and not that there's anything wrong with crossplay ever, anyways, but this is the way that I thought companies would do this because this benefits Bungie. Uh, for sure, they get because all you have that to buy, data. I, if I want to play on PC, I have to buy the PC version and the annual pass twice, mm-hmm. or wh- however their content's going to be structured. So, um, it would be it would look terrible on Sony if Sony's not in it because of. Exclu- exclusivity deals and stuff like that. Like if it's the weapons and stuff like that, they've already proven that they can turn weapons on and off on demand. Um, yeah, and I feel like Destiny players would understand if it's like, hey, you can't use this PlayStation exclusive gun. Well, yeah, they've already removed. PC. They had a problem a, a couple that, um, that were Xbox players and PC players were getting uh, a PS4 exclusive gun, and they got to they get to keep it, but they just can't use it. Yeah, they can't pull it out of their collection tab. Like they own they they own it, but they just can't use it until September. It's until like the yeah, until the contract's yeah. up, which is probably September. So um, you know, there's that. So like that's just how it that's how they would handle it. The the problem would be, I guess, cr- like similar to what we just talked about with like Call of Duty um maps and things like that. The you know, typically the exclusive content has been, you know, armor sets, a couple weapons, and a strike in some maps. Yeah, and how long is the strike thing usually? Is it lifetime, or have no, they been? No, it's like a year. Like the okay. the one that was the one that got really weird. The the one that got really weird and then really pissed people off was um, I, we Rise of Iron for Destiny One was ne- I don't think that was ever like in their contract to make it, and I think they felt like they had to make it because Destiny Two wasn't ready mm-hmm. in terms of on the time scale of what they were thinking about, and the the PlayStation exclus- exclusivity deals. With regular Destiny One vanilla, and then Destiny Two: The Taken King. Um, I have my window open. Sorry about that. It's all good. So Destiny Two: The Taken King. I think that a lot of those were based on that, and they didn't end until the Taken King genre ended. And Taken Rise of Iron was attached to Taken King somehow. 
So that those exclusivities that came with Taken King were two years, and those didn't lift until Destiny Two came out. So yeah. players are like, like they're like, hey, you can get Jade Rabbit Scout Rifle while the new game is out that you're playing already that has more exclusives in it. <laughs> so it kind of looked really weird. Versus if there was, you know, I don't really know how to, you know. I don't have a problem with exclusivities because the companies need to make money and like if, and Sony wants people to buy stuff on their platform and they give them a reason to buy it. Just like Xbox gave people a reason to buy call of duty on their platform first years ago. Exclusivity exclusivities are like, they need to happen sometimes, you know, without them, they might not be able to make certain content, you know, that money goes somewhere, you know, right. Uh, when people were upset Tomb Raider was exclusive, Tomb Raider wouldn't have been made if Microsoft didn't put the money out uh, to to make Tomb Raider. Uh, so it happens. And Bungie right now could probably use some exclusivity deals now that they're on their own. Yeah. So we'll see if they continue those. So, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I probably won't really talk much Destiny until after E3, just because, to my knowledge, they're not at E3 at all, other than the, this little panel that they're going to be doing. Yeah. That's technically not at E3. <laughs> it's across the street at the yeah. Coliseum or that mall I think speaking of somebody else that won't be at E3 I don't know why these companies sometimes feel like they have to come out and say that hey we're not doing this I for this particular studio I feel like they needed to uh, but uh, Rocksteady came out and said no we will not be appearing at E3 and disappointed at least me, because I'm still waiting to see what they're going to do next. They've only released, what, two games this gen? Arkham City... Or no, Arkham Knight and Arkham VR. Right. That's it. Uh, but yeah, this was just a quick story of just like, don't uh, expect Rocksteady, unless they're saying this to throw us off and they'll be on Microsoft stage. <laughs> but there's nowhere we else there. to go yeah. <laughs> Warner Brothers isn't throwing a, a, pa- uh, a press conference, so the only place they could appear is Microsoft. Right. But yeah, no, no Rocksteady game. I guess their next game would be the next gen. Yeah. I right? just, I mean, there's been a lot of inkling that it's a Superman one, and there's been a lot of inkling it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And, and then Wonder Woman, when the Wonder Woman yeah. movie came out, and who knows? <laughs> Hopefully it's a Teen Titan game. I hope it's a Static Shock game. I mean,. Give me Static Shock or Freakazoid. Give me, give me those, uh, you know, Warner Brothers properties, and I'll be happy. <laughs> but yeah, no rock steady. Um, and then another quick story: um, the Uncharted Two, Three, and Last of Us PS3 servers are shutting down in September. And to celebrate this, all the DLC for those games on PS3 is available to download. The only caveat is you have to use the PlayStation 3 store. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's like the only problem, is you have to use the PS3 store. I guess you can use your phone, too, but... So they're know. doing, you said Last of Us? The Last of Us multiplayer on PS3. So basically the PS3 servers for Naughty Dog are okay, uh, going only down. only PS3. Only PS3, because the only Uncharted, or the only multiplayer game they have on PS4 is 4... And Last of Us Remastered. But it's these are only the PS3 uh, Naughty Dog games that are having their online shutdown in September. And the DLC for all those games is going to be free. Uh, so if you want to play those and 
check out the DLC, which they had some pretty good multiplayer maps, at least for Uncharted 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncharted 3 was... Yeah, I had a lot of fun with Last of Us multiplayer. I didn't play a lot of Uncharted multiplayer, though. Yeah, uh, uh, we actually have a question. I'll just bring it up now. Uh, Jonathan on Facebook said, Naughty Dog is taking down multiplayer servers for Last of Us Uncharted 2 and 3 in September. Do you uh, discuss memories, if any, of these games that you have? Uh, do you have that's, any fond memories? That's Revy. Yeah, that is Revy. Of course, yeah. it's. And he's asking about Uncharted. Yeah. Um, just... It just was a different Last of Us multiplayer was just like it, people were very worried when they when like Naughty Dog went the multiplayer route and things like that. And um, but Last of Us was just a very different multiplayer. I still like would love to go back and play it, but I don't think I'm I'm not turning my PlayStation Three on to do this. Yeah, and you can <laughs> play Last of Us multiplayer on PS4 still. So right, yeah, so that's not happening. I think you can, right? Did they bring the multiplayer? Yeah, on the, yeah, 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 they did. Okay, they did, yeah, because they didn't do it for the uh, Uncharted collection. They didn't. No, bring multiplayer. because I, but I think that that last of us had come out and so many people bought a PS4 that didn't own a PS3. Like I think that that was, you know, so they did that for sure. Uh, Um, But in terms of memories for me, I remember one extra life, me, Glenn, dark Knight, uh, Johnny is a boy. uh, And I forget who else. Um, uh, uh, Oh God, I'm forgetting names. Uh, Maluka Tolkien. Um, I know who Johnny is in that group. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we uh, played Uncharted 2 and we we're only going to play for an hour and then we were only going to play until we lost and it took four or five hours for us to lose a game in Uncharted 2 before we lost and moved on to the next game for Extra Life. Uh, so that's definitely one of my like Uncharted memories for multiplayer is playing the shit out of Uncharted 2 multiplayer and being pretty good at it, especially in my group. And it's going to have a car alarm go off. It's... <laughs> It's hot in here. I don't have my AC or my fan, so we're gonna hear all sorts of background noises today. If you don't, if you don't talk about it, nobody knows it happens. But it bothered. They think, they, they think it's like their car that's driving by. It's like oh, they God. think somebody else is honking at them while they're going to work. Be happy. It's just that because I shit you not. About a week ago, there was a drive-by and a car exploded a couple days later. It's been glad I'm moving. Let's put it that way. Jeez. Uh, Chicago. What are you, you, you going to do? <laughs> um, all right. Uh, and then the last news story. Uh, Death Stranding has a release wrong. date. I was wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. You were wrong. Uh, I think we were all wrong. I thought the, uh, I thought Last of Us would come out before uh, Death Stranding. And it looks like it's reverse. And that car is just going to be annoying. <laughs> just, it doesn't want us to talk about Death Stranding. I, Michael's trying to hold a straight face and I'm laughing yeah. and he can't hold it. Yeah. Okay, Dave, explain to me what Death Stranding is. Go. Uh, there's a baby in a bubble on somebody's back. Okay, okay. That's about all I got. So you got, okay. So Kojima knew people were going to be confused, so he cleared it up on Twitter. As I'm, here's his exact quote. As I'm getting similar questions, so I shall repost. Death Stranding is not a stealth game. Could move subjectively, but not a FPS shooting game either. By incorporating with the concept of connection, Strand, it's totally brand new genre called action game strand game social strand system. Wait. How many times did he use the word strand? Uh, one, two, three, three times. And four times if you include the title. But that's clear now, right? You get it? No. 
Okay. You play Sam Porter Bridges and you are building bridges connecting other... Kojima's not a great writer. He's not very subtle, but he's fucking weird as hell and it's entertaining. Um, But yeah, uh, PlayStation blew off with a huge trailer with so many actors. It's... I don't... It's beautiful. This is art. I'm so happy. It's it looks so weird. I know Dave is still looks like, but what is it? And I'm just like, please don't tell and me. And the only thing that people say when I ask them what is it, they say it's a Kojima game. I go, that's yes. not a description. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is a description, and I'm very happy with whatever. That's not it is. a good enough description for somebody that hasn't played a Kojima game more than three hours. If you see the trailer, that's all that matters. Is it's just weird. Um, but yeah, I, I guess it's just a third person action adventure game. Simplest terms. You run away from shadow monsters. You sometimes interact with shadow monsters. You apparently don't really die. You move to a shadow world or something. I don't know. But it looks cool. Um, and based on like how quickly turned around it, it might not be as long as previous Kojima games. Uh, but it's definitely going to be interesting and fascinating to, to to see what the fuck any of this means or what any of this is. Uh there's a character named Die Hartman. Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking Nicholas Reining ref or Reining reference. What is the game? God damn it. Okay, Dave. <laughs> Death Stranding is not a stealth game. Could move <laughs> subjectively, but not an FPS shooting game either. By incorporating with the concept of connection strand, it's totally brand new genre called action game slash strand game social strand system. What part of that? What part, Dave? All of it. <laughs> okay, again, Death Stranding is not a stealth game. Could move subjectively, but not lucky. a You're FPS shooting game. Person. <laughs> By incorporating with the concept of connection, Strand, it's totally brand new genre called action game, Strand game, social Strand system. I can't wait for... Uh, what, what was the release date? Did I completely brush over the release date? Uh, November 8th. I believe November 8th for the PS4. I can't wait. I, I can't wait. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what that's going to be. Cause it's not going to be at E3. Uh, but yeah, it looks like a stealth game. I know he says it's not a stealth game, but you literally are hiding, avoiding some space monsters and you can pull out like a weird ladder from your backpack. Dave is just like, Nope. <laughs> Uh, I, ugh, I'm I'm so excited. Why? Because I, I like Kojima's weirdness. Like he comes up with weird, crazy ideas that sometimes you feel like they're multi-layered and there might be something really under there, but then he just hits you over the head with a brick. Okay. The retail person in you. Mm-hmm. Somebody walks into the store and says that they want a cool game to get their 24 year old son-in-law and he has okay. a PlayStation. Are you grabbing death stranding because Fuck it's like, no, because no, then I have to have a conversation for more than two <laughs> minutes with the customer. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> like here's modern warfare. <laughs> like, <sighs> I don't know. You, you would have to emphasis, uh, like, Hey, I'm looking for a weird game. If someone comes into your store and is like, I need a weird game. Be like, yo, I got you. <laughs> 
do you like the actor from The Walking Dead? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Do you like Mad Mickelson? Uh, I can't wait. I'm excited. It, All it, right. It's, talk, it's, talk about some games that we may understand. We're going to talk about new releases that are coming out while at E3. So you really just want your game to die. <laughs> yeah. So Tuesday, June 11th, another Warhammer game. <laughs> of course, it wouldn't be yeah. a mu- That's how you kick off a month. That's how you start and end a month. Yeah. So Warhammer Vermintide 2 Deluxe Edition. I guess if you're going to bring out a game, you bring out like the game of the year version of it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Was Vermintide 2 earlier this year? Or was that Vermintide 1? I don't know. Warhammer's a lot. Yeah. It's forty nine ninety nine. I'm assuming since it's the Deluxe Edition, it just kind of has all the bells and whistles of everything that's come recently. So I bet you it came out last year. Yeah. Because usually they wait about 10 to 12 months to do something. Um, and then, again, another one, uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, the Royal Edition. It's a game that... Like reviewed roughly, but they spent some time and continued to work on it after the review. Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's actually on stable, solid ground now to where people are kind of liking it. I believe you're right. I know when it came out, like you said, it, it was, was rough. pretty rough, yeah. and it had concepts that were promising. Uh, but yeah, hopefully it's it's better. I know Matt reviewed it and he had some issues with it. Mm-hmm. And then um, Dragon Star but- Varnier. Varnier is $59.99. Uh, apparently, it still has a rating pending, even though it comes out in like five days. Um, I think no I saw idea. Tra- trailer for this. But uh, Dragon Star Veneer is fight enemies midair in a unique, vertically oriented battle system. Strategically position your party at different ties. Party at different ties to attack and disable enemy skills one level at a time. Perform enough attacks to unleash the dragon within, transforming each character to unlock devastating skills and newfound strengths during battle. Weaken an enemy dragon to devour its element. Uh, when the element is pierced into a character, they can absorb that dragon's skill tree. That sounds kind of cool. But at a cost. And they put a question mark there. And then these witches de- depend on you to bring the dragon's blood as food. Uh, starve them. And they go mad. Overfeed them. And they become a dragon. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> that is that one on that is again it's a uh, Dragon Star Varnier and then uh, rounding out the list is Quar Inferal Machines. It's a VR game. Yeah, tabletop uh turn-based strategy type game, which these are kind of cool in VR like having an overhead view of mm-hmm. a battlefield. I've seen a couple of these Pop yeah, kind of like you're playing a board game, but yeah, yeah. So like that's always cool. All right, um, ways that you can support us. Uh, so psnation.com slash buy stuff affiliate store links. Uh, you go on, you go to psnation.com, click the left hand side of the page, the affiliate links. It'll take you to another page that has a bunch of stores that we have partnerships with. Purchase anything by clicking on those links. Go to Best Buy, go to Target, go to Amazon, whomever is on the list. Uh, click on the link through the list and make your purchases normal. No price changes, nothing like that. If you have coupons or discounts or member- memberships, all that jazz can transfer over. And we get a commission for you making that purchase. And that helps us pay the bills. And we're going to spend some money next week. So if you could help us out, that would be much appreciated. And you can also buy some stuff at Zazzle.com slash PS Nation. Uh, there's a bunch of PlayStation merchandise there. PlayStation Nation merchandise, not just play, not PlayStation merchandise. 
Um, and then video services. Uh, so YouTube, uh, just go to YouTube, click a uh, click subscribe. If we see if we post the video, maybe watch the video and let it run in the background. Help us out, get some views. Um, just go ahead and subscribe for sure. And then Twitch. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not following us on Twitch, please go follow us on Twitch right now. Because all of E3 is going to be done through Twitch. We're not going to Periscope. We're not going to Facebook Live. We're going to do Twitch IRL. <laughs> or at least we'll try. Yeah. It works. I, I tested it. Oh, no, on, it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it might even be something where, you know, you and I leave a press conference and we sit down on a bench for 10 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. and talk about what we saw and things like that. Just look like assholes taking a selfie everywhere yeah. we go. You're tall, so you're going to have to be the selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be Michael's selfie stick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not getting one of those things. Like, that's not happening. No, please no. I wouldn't be associated <laughs> with you if you did. But, no, but in all seriousness, like, we are we should be going to the Bethesda press conference. We are going to the Ubisoft press conference. Um, we can do some things where we're stopping and, you know, like, I, I don't really want to walk and do this. But where we sit down maybe during lunch and we prop the phone up and we, you know, we eat our food and talk about what we saw and people can watch Michael we eat. look like some real assholes, but, yeah, <laughs> we're going to do it. Um, or we just stop and, you know, we, we, you know, go to, you know, somewhere and just talk for 10 minutes and they'll be brief. So I know sometimes you guys get worried like when we stream and you don't want to miss something, but like it's not going to replace the podcast or anything like that, but it'll be a lot of people want to see live reactions or hear our live reactions and stuff like that. And you'll be able to do that. Um, so please, and just go ahead and follow us on Twitch. If you have Amazon prime, just link it with Twitch. You get what's called Twitch prime. You get a free sub and that would, you, you can use that sub on us if you so choose to. And that would be much, much appreciated. Um, but just if anything, just just follow us on Twitch because it's the easiest thing and it's, it streamlines everything. Like we were, I know we were talking about like Instagram and like Facebook Live and Periscope and like this is just Twitch is, is the focal point. Yeah. And we're going to try to live stream the podcast as well, whether we record that at night, late at night for most of you, or in the morning, early in the morning for us. But it may, and may you. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah, but we'll see how it goes. We'll try it out. But let us know, like, do you want to see something at like 10 o'clock in the morning if you're on the, you know, in Chicago area, New York area, Boston area? Or do you want to see something at one o'clock in the morning and, and wake up to it like or have it to, on your on your drive home? So please. We will be weirder at night. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, please. Hashtag SPS Nation. Just tell us when you want to see the, the live podcast and we can try to make it happen. The, my thought process with the mornings is that Michael and I are in our internal clocks are going to wake us up at you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning is central time, Eastern time, which is, you know, six, six a.m. Five a.m. Yeah. Their, their time. And if we record something at seven 30 in the morning, like right after we eat breakfast, before we go to the show floor, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning for most of you guys. So you keep saying breakfast. Like that's a thing we do. Yeah, I know. I teach <laughs> a I, granola yeah. bar and water. <laughs> So, um, but just let us know, like, please just let us know how you guys want that to go through. Um, and, it, it'll be an, an evolving process depending on the internet as well, which I don't know what the internet's going to be like where we stay. So yeah, last time someone said they had high internet, it was yeah point zero zero. It was like worse than like high school Wi-Fi. <laughs> God, I wish it was high school Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. So we'll see what this Airbnb person thinks high-speed internet is. The place we're staying at is a house compared to. A weird multiple apartment stuff, yeah. and like above restaurants and stuff like that. This time, so you'll be surprised. You're probably gonna be like, "Here's my AOL account." And we're gonna be yeah. like, "That's not what we need." Yeah, but we'll see. We'll make it work. We'll try. We'll 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 give you guys our best get our, our best effort for this stuff. So, 
Um, all right. What we're playing and watching. I know yours is small. You said I didn't play shit, Dave. <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> I played maybe an hour of overwatch this week. Uh, Sunday, I moved all my heavy stuff. Cause that was the only day I was off from work, uh, and was able to rent a truck. So I literally moved my everything, but my monitor and my PS4 and my bed because I'm throwing my bed away and my monitor and PS4. I thought I would be playing during the week, but my setup of having it on this coffee table is not. I saw that on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. So I have not been playing like anything. Uh, And it's just been like E3 prep. You know, most of my days have been like at work. And then when my boss isn't looking uh, (laughs) like setting up emails and sending emails out to people trying to figure out, you know, what we're missing and like trying to like get invites to parties because like, why not? (laughs) Contrary to popular belief, uh, when retail workers go on vacation, they usually work a whole bunch just to go on vacation. (laughs) Yes. There's no, there's never a, (laughs) it's never status quo. when You're just gone for a week. You come back and that pile of paperwork you left on a desk is still there. (laughs) It's like, no, we're going to work you. Oh, you want Saturday off to go fly out? (laughs) Yeah. So it's just, it's just been a tough week just because moving and then uh, the new place wasn't quite ready yet. Like they had to do some electricity stuff. So I wasn't able to set up like my, my system or my TV over there. Uh, so basically why I'm at E3, it'll be ready. And my girlfriend is will decorate and I'll just find all my stuff in the corner. <laughs> I, she here's, won't. Here's your me. black plastic bag for your. <laughs> I have a life size Michael Jordan poster board. That is Michael Jordan and the Bulls on one side and Michael Jordan in a North Carolina jersey on the other side. She won't put that in our bedroom. I just I don't know why. I don't think you're going to get any sympathy from me for that either. So. I, I'm just saying it's Michael Jordan. He's the greatest of all time. Maybe she has a height complex and doesn't really want to know how short you really are compared to Michael Jordan. I, I mean, yeah, he, he is significantly <laughs> taller than me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's just a matter of me finding out where I'm going to put my Michael Jordan poster board. <laughs> not anywhere in her place. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Right now it's folded up in a closet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got to put my Ryan Gosling posters somewhere. I got multiple Ryan Gosling posters I need to hang up. There's so many things I, I need to do. Yeah, I have Michael I have Michael Jordan and Ryan Gosling posters and stuff. So, you're, so. You're, what you're saying is your girlfriend won't let you hang other men on the wall and you're fighting her to hang other men on the wall? Yeah, yeah, it's Ryan fucking Gosling, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, did you watch anything? No. Like, I so like work is basically doing the thing where it's just like, okay, we need to pack in your forty plus hours <laughs> like immediately because I'm off like Saturday, right. um, and I move tr- move stuff on Sunday, so it's literally been work, and then I come home and watch random YouTube stuff like that's it and on my phone because my monitor's in the other room <laughs> and I disconnected the internet from my apartment. And the internet wasn't replaced until today uh, by my uh, roommate or former roommate. So yeah, I've had like no internet connectivity. It's been really weird. I've been on Twitter a lot because of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that's uh, been my adventure, my IRL adventure. Uh, this past week. All right. So um, for me, it's I'm not going to 
beat the dead horse or anything like that. But um, I played Destiny. Like I did a little bit of prep going into the new season just to make sure that I was ready. And then um, we it kicked off Tuesday at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I streamed it. Um, there's some interesting things that they're doing. Um, there was a pretty heavy focus on the raid. The raid came out six hours after the new content launched. So the raid was pretty tough. We did have a group that was trying to work on it. We worked on it for about three or four hours. Didn't get very far, but we were slowly making progress, and it wasn't anything that was like frustrating. Um, so they're at, they're at, they've added something to the game that I I'm tr- I was trying to think about it today at work a little bit. I was like trying to think of how I could word it, but there's a little bit of RNG protection that they've added. Um, so obviously, you know, Destiny's built around random rolls and, you know, random number generation, you know, getting things that are higher power level, but also you have like a one in 10 chance of getting what you need, whether it's a primary, a secondary, a heavy weapon, a helmet, a glove, chest, boots, class item. Um, but with this new, so they brought in a new six player match made activity called, um, I have such a hard time pronouncing this word. It is called uh, the menage, the, uh, I can't even say this. Let me see if I can see it. And maybe I can say it. Menagerie. Um, Nicki Menage. Menagerie. Menagerie. I like how you say that. You say it kind of like an old gangster. Yeah. Menagerie. So it's called the, it's called the menagerie. Um, and it's a, it's a six player. It's a match made activity. It's the main focal point of season of opulence, which is the last part of the annual pass that they brought out. Um, they're very much, uh, raid like, encounters like small encounters that are have some kind of raid like mechanic to them nothing that is like overly overly hard and it's pretty kind of easy to figure out uh nobody's really not that i've seen because the focus has been so heavy on the raid since it's only been out for like a day and a half two days now um there's been a very heavy focus on the raid but the this will start become will start to become the focus they they've released the roadmap they're releasing different bosses for this events over the course of the season they are releasing new exotic quests over the course of the season um but what i'm talking about with the rng protection is that you get this this chalice um that's given to you and in you fill the chalice with runes and that's how you make your weapons or your armor. And you can pick the ruins up from doing activities in the open world, um, you know, playing, doing strikes and gambit and crucible, and, you know, just playing the game. And then as you upgrade this chalice, you can actually start to control. There's going to be like red runes or green runes and like a beast gem. And as you're building these, what I, I guess that I would call like recipes, it will tell you like you're going to get, you know, uh, a fast RPM gun or boots that roll with a resilience thing. You start getting more information. And as you upgrade the chalice to the third level, you can actually start picking out like the masterwork core for it, like increased stability or increased handling or range. So what I think is going to happen is that over time, people are going to start filling in a spreadsheet or a document. That's going to say, if you do this, 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 and this, you're going to get this weapon. If you do this, 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 and this, you'll get this armor piece. And so I, I really like that aspect of it because if there if you really want the hand cannon or you really want the sniper rifle because you really like how it looks or you like you know you really want a certain role on it then you can you know that if I do this rune this jewel and this crystal that I will I, I I'm guaranteed to get to the sniper rifle but it might not be the it might not have the perks on it that you want so you can't control the the what it rolls with but you can control that you're going to get the gun. So it's more of like a focused farming method. 
And so I think that that's very cool to where somebody can just continue, as long as they had the materials, could continue to farm for this gun or this armor piece to get the exact perks and roll that they want on it. So that's kind of where I'm talking about with the RNG protection. You can't necessarily stop it. You you can't be like, I'm going to get the best sniper rifle with the best two perks because what happens is that everybody has the god roll that they want of like it's got to have snapshot and rangefinder or something on it and that's going to be what people are hunting for and it, they get to the point where they're like really finicky with like which which scope you get on it what barrel you get on it and stuff like that so um but i i feel like that i just hope it the loop stays there um from a leveling up standpoint so johnny is a boy like michael mentioned earlier he plays destiny with me periodically he took a very very long break from the game um i don't think he has actually played since like christmas um and if you own the annual pass, uh, Johnny got on the game with me at one o'clock and he was like level like 645 or 655. And just doing the introduction quest that was required to access the raid and, and things like that, he, by the end of the quest, which was like two hours later, two and a half hours later at the most, he was um, 696 and I was like 702. The game, and it gives you 690 gear to all your characters. So if you want to level up quickly, or just do the introductory quest. You paid for this content. That's the problem that they have with the annual pass. It was an all or nothing kind of thing. You got Black Armor, you got um, Gambit, or you got Black Armor, you got Joker's Wild, and you got um, Penumbra, which is uh, Season of the Forge, Season of the Drifter, and Season of Opulence. So you paid for you, it was an all or nothing. You couldn't just go. I just want season of opulence, or I just want season of the drifter. So you paid for this content, and they had to keep it relevant level for you. So do the quest. You'll be six ninety. The new light level cap is seven fifty. Uh, nobody was above seven hundred until yesterday. So I like it. Um, I probably in the you know the middle of July, end of July. Once like a lot of this stuff is out. I'll probably, you know, not a super long discussion. I might even write something on the site, but I will give like Destiny 2 year 2 like a formal like review. It's very hard to review the game in general because of the way the annual pass worked. Um again, like I said, it was like an all or nothing thing. So, um watching No, we didn't. Yeah, I don't just the We've usual. Been... Yeah, the stuff. There's a new show like it's 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 a jag style show that my wife and i discovered the um, fuck is jag it's the <laughs> i don't know exactly what it stands for but it's the it's the court martial military in the in the army oh okay yeah okay. <laughs> uh it's called is the that about pilots no yeah I, I i somebody's gonna scream at their phone with what jag stands for my dad will probably string me to the wall if he hears me say this because i don't know what jag stands for there was a tv show called jag there um, was right yeah, there well, was a TV show called Jag. Uh, it was like and, one of those horrible shows I didn't like to watch, like Coach. <laughs> so you don't like peanut butter, bread, or Coach? You're 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 like cutting off a huge user base here, but <laughs> I fuck the Coach fans, I guess. Like I, <laughs> if you're gonna die on the Coach Hill, that show gave me depression when I was like five years old because I would just see that show and be like, oh god. It's more again. It's it's a it's and it, it, for all those of you that think it's funny that I watch like it is one hundred and ten percent my parents' fault that I love all these crime dramas and things like that. This is one hundred and ten percent their fault. This is the TV shows. Yeah, the, the, no, this is the TV shows around in my house when I was a kid. Like I grew up like staying. You know, whatever night it was on, I got to watch Walker Texas Ranger with my dad. Like, oh my god, I that would be the slow motion show after wrestling. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I I watched all like. 
you know, NCIS since before I graduated high school and law and order and, you know, all that stuff. So like, it's all my parents' fault. Same reason I have, I don't really listen to a ton of music like in the car. Cause when I was a kid, my parents always listened to talk radio and like, like what I'm doing. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, my oldest son is going off to his summer job, so he'll be gone for a little while. I'm getting ready to leave on vacation, uh, vacation, vacation. <laughs> I'm on vacation from work. Um, but Ansel will be at home with, you know, my, my middle, middle child and my daughter and my youngest Owen. Um, so she wanted to do some stuff together as a family. We went downtown Detroit, uh, Sunday over the weekend. Uh, the Grand Prix was going on down there at Belle Isle and things like that. Um, so we went to, you know, a couple like market flea market things that are downtown and tried to experience, you know, check some of that stuff out. And we took Owen to like a DNR, like indoor park, which was kind of cool. Like it had a bunch of like cool things for him to, to mess around with. And it had a lot of these, like, I guess you want to call them sort of like virtual reality, like snowmobile rides and bike rides through trails in Michigan where you're like physically pedaling a bike, but you're looking at a TV monitor that's going through the trail. Um, and they had that like a uh, ATVs and you know like things like that you got on. So I mean, we just did a, did a family day, and that was pretty much what I did with my time off. And then you know I have like Michael, I've got consecutive days of work, and then I'm off for you know ten days. So no. I mean, the only vacation it is is it'll be slightly less steps walked. <laughs> All the other people that don't work retail will be like, man, I haven't walked this much in forever. And they will be like, I'm 3000 steps short of my Monday. Yeah. <laughs> the other day I hit one of my step goals at like 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, but so yeah, that's it for playing and watching. Um, and then we'll go, well, yeah, we'll move on to community. So uh, you can send us questions using hashtag ask PS nation on Facebook or on Twitter. You can also send us an email podcast at psnation.com. Please, again, be active on Twitter. If you see something, if you see a news story break and things like that, we will. <laughs> it's a mile walk from um, our, the place where we're staying to where we're majority of the time that we're going. So we will see, you know, while we're walking, I'm sure we'll look at Twitter and things like that. So, I mean, we'll definitely keep an eye on that stuff and we'll try to answer questions. And especially if we're recording late at night, we'll watch your questions so you guys can hear them the next day and things like that. Or, you know, God forbid, ask the questions live in chat, like while we're streaming. <laughs> interact with us yeah but uh so we have a couple people that use those uh the hashtag sps nation yep first one we have because i did the first one earlier i should have done the second one earlier as well uh, this is from samuel the next call of duty is an obvious sign that crossplay will be the next big step in online games do you think as i do that all online game modes moving forward aside from exclusives will be crossplay enabled and is Call of Duty the huge franchise they needed to usher it in? Keep up the great show, guys, and good luck at E3. I think Call of Duty breaking whatever quote-unquote barrier. Like, I don't really think that there's a real, was a barrier, but I think that they're, they're, they're the first major company. Like, like Fortnite's like, oh, we can do it. Or Rocket League's like, oh, we can do it. We've done it, you know, sort of to the extent. But them saying that a huge company like this saying, hey, it's okay. Like we're, you know, we're good with this yeah. um, is, is a, is a very large step in the right direction. I'm yeah, not a no, huge I, component of cross play. I think cross play is the future. I think it has to be. Uh, it just makes sense. That's where kind of the generation's moving like Fortnite. If there's one thing that we can think Fortnite for is making cross play kind of like a de facto feature for like the younger generation. 
Yeah, I mean, I was talking to one of my coworkers, and I go, "Hey, did you see the new Call of Duty game they announced?" And he's like, "Yeah, I kind of briefly saw it." I go, "Did you see that they announced crossplay?" He's like, "What do you, you know?" He's like, "What is?" And I go, "That means that he's he has an Xbox." And I go, "That means that if you pick it up and I pick it up, we can actually play the game together or against each other." Yeah. You know, and he's like, "Oh, like, you know, like that's that's you know interesting because you know whether right or wrong or they went with where their friends were at the time. Like these consoles are X amount of years old, and um." You know, you may have made a mistake, and it, I'm not, or you may have thought you weren't, you know, you thought you got the right console and you didn't based on what you're, you know, you have different friends or you move, and all of a sudden the the people you get along with really well are on Xbox and you have a PlayStation, or vice versa. Now you like this is one less hurdle. I, mm-hmm. I don't see like this is not going to, I don't feel like this, well, I guess it, it kind of would, but I don't think this is going to tremendously increase Call of Duty sales because it's there. No, no, I think it's just going to connect to people that are already going to buy the game. Right. I don't think this is a feature that is going to sell more copies of any particular game. Cross save would. Cross save would. But I think this is important in terms of uh, keeping video games going because that player pool is just that much bigger because there have been so many games that kind of die on one platform and live on the other because there just happens to be a larger player base on one or the other. Um, but I think it's huge. I talked to a lot of people um they tend to be on the, on the young side uh that this is super important and fortnite happens to be like the main reason why people care about it now it's because mm-hmm. it just kind of made it possible to play with anyone um so i wouldn't be surprised for major multiplayer games for this to be a feature and pending on if sony is willing to open the floodgates i can see smaller multiplayer games adding this feature as well mm-hmm. uh and this will be huge especially for like for competitive games like Call of Duty, there's the worry of like keyboard versus mouse. Uh, same thing could be said for like Rocket League and Fortnite and stuff like that. But I think this feature will be huge for non-competitive games or games that aren't super Twitch-based games, you know, Twitch reaction games. Mm-hmm. Like this will be huge for some indie games that can't really find a huge audience on one specific platform but can keep themselves going by having it on multiple platforms. Right. Uh, so I hope uh, Sony, because I think Sony's the only one that would stop this from being widespread is if Sony doesn't open the floodgates for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to take the next one? Um, yeah. Do you think Microsoft will release this year in an attempt to outfox Sony? And this is from Darren. Um, no, because I don't think they're ready. Yeah, I don't think they're ready, but in the back of my mind, I wouldn't be shocked if they did. Because they did it with the 360 and a PS3, and it worked really well for them to get out ahead. Though it did lead to the Red Rain of Death problem, where that percentage of fail rates for Red Rain of Death was super high. And it might have been because they pushed the market sooner than they were ready for. But it worked out for them Mm sales-wise. So like in the back of my head, I'm wondering if they will do that announcement. The earliest I can see it coming out, other than a surprise announcement for this holiday, is if they do spring and they beat Sony by like six months. That would be the only uh, like difference I can see between them. Because I don't see both consoles releasing within a couple weeks of each other like they did last gen. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's just it's just too much to ask uh, of like the audience to like pick and choose between a couple weeks apart. But if they spread them out, it could be beneficial to both of them. Though, because the, the the Xbox 360 had a huge lead over the PS3 for a while, but at the end of the console cycle, 
PS3 worldwide pulled ahead uh, or got really close to. Yeah, so, I mean, Microsoft won North America. Yeah, Microsoft won North America hands down. Which is um, the area that they really care about. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if they'll release this holiday. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I kind of wouldn't be surprised, though. Or I'm kind of... If I were to place a bet, I would say they if they announce a release date, it's like March 2020. That's a lot of information like to release. Just come out in June and say, here's the new console. And here's what it does, and here's how much it costs, and here's what's going to be on it at launch. And like Sony and Microsoft all kind of drip fed next gen to us before yeah. with PS4 and Xbox One. But they have the biggest. Sh- th- this show is so huge for Microsoft because there's no Sony. Right. That they could just go all out and be like, yep, here it is. Uh, and, you know, show their hand for Sony to make a move, but. Who knows? It's gonna. It's. I, I'm excited uh, for for Microsoft's press conferences because they can literally do anything. Mm-hmm. Like they have all the power right now. Uh, and then the uh, last question uh, from Andrew: uh, How much of a presence do you expect from Google at E3 regarding Stadia? And then the last question that he asks: uh, Michael, what are you going to order at Fatburger? Uh, I'll <laughs> answer the second part first. I'm going to order a burger. I'm going to order a burger and then is, but I debate constantly whether I order the medium large or XL. <laughs> um, I mean, if I'm honoring Emra, then I get the XL. You, no, if you're honoring Emra, you get the chicken and you go lay down and lock your door. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> or like Emra either gets the XXL or he gets the chicken and then gets food poisoning. Cause why would you order the chicken at the, the one time he's trying to be healthy, he almost died. Uh, I I don't know, probably a, a medium or a large. I don't know. E three is really bad eating wise, health. <laughs> like there's not much healthy eating at E three. So depending on when fat burger happens, that will determine whether I get a medium or a large. Uh, but yeah, um, Stadia is getting Google is going to reveal more Stadia news uh, the sixth, so a day before recording. I believe it was the sixth, right? It was Thursday. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't expect like Google does not need E3 as a platform to help them. Yeah, um, they can just make their own convention center. <laughs> Which I believe I got to look it up, uh, but I think they're having their big blow off this week. Um, and the rumor is Destiny Two is coming to Stadia. Yeah, which is more of the cross save stuff. That's where like, a lot of yeah. the cross save stuff is coming from. You know. Um, the other thing that people are saying too is that, and I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, but they uh, even the other leaks of "quote unquote" Destiny Three, like if they're investing this much into Stadia and into, or if Stadia is going to get Destiny working or other games working on its platform, like I don't know how hard this is or isn't, but maybe Destiny Two has more of a life cycle than the next year. Maybe we don't see Destiny 3 in 2020. Maybe we see a continued evolution of Destiny 2. Yeah, I wonder how that would work out uh, for Destiny if they just do one big expansion and then maybe like a spring update and then go quiet. Couldn't can Do you think they can afford to go quiet on Destiny 2 after a certain time or they have to support it up until 3? Uh, no, if we, if we know 3 is coming, 
then I think that they can say, hey, you know what, like, you know, we're putting our nose down and we're working on this. And, you know, I, I think that it could be like a six or eight month kind of thing, possibly. But no more than that, right? You can't see them doing like a year. No, it, or I think it has to be both ways. It can't be it, it can't be more than six or eight months unless it's like two years. Okay. Like enough for them to 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 go away and to kind of like people to be like to completely move on and to you know have you know sort of forgotten about Destiny and then they come out and say here's the next iteration. You know. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because. You can't expect a huge jump from Destiny 2 to 3 if they only take six months off. Like, you would have to take a while off for that to make more sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I guess tomorrow, Google Thursday, is going to just have a blow-off with Stadia. And I believe when they originally said that they were going to do this, they said they would talk about the games coming to Stadia in the summer. So we'll get that. I don't know if we're going to get any pricing for what they're going to do subscription-based or uh, a la carte stuff. I hope they do subscription. Subscription makes the most sense. How much that will cost, who knows? Like It would have to be competitive with PlayStation Now and Xbox Game Pass on PC. Uh, But yeah, we'll just have to see what it is. I'm hoping they do a big blowout of just... An info dump. I want to know their partners. I want to know what games are coming. I need to know pricing. Hopefully we find that all out tomorrow. I have a feeling we won't, but I, you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. All right. So, uh, like I said, short show in general. I mean, we're only a little bit over an hour ish, um, but it's the week before E three. Michael and I are in like full prep mode. Um, I don't have we, a desk or a chair right now. Yeah. News is kind of light, um, but we got some cool stuff on the calendar for E3. Yeah, E3 is going to be fun this year. Despite PlayStation not being there, there's some cool things happening. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of uh, cool games, couple games together, uh, which I is I almost think it's cool. like 34 35% or 40% not in the convention center. <laughs> yeah, it's something something crazy. E3 is going to be weird this year. It's going to potentially be the last one in LA. So we got to yeah. enjoy Fatburger as much as we can. <laughs> So it'll be the last time I have fat burger. <sighs> so, but again, follow us on, you know, follow us on Twitch. If you're not following us on Twitch, follow on Twitter, Facebook, try to, you know, try to manage them as much as possible. Um, just, you know, to keep going, you know, uh, kind of try to let you guys know where we're going, what we're doing. You know, if we, if, if we know ahead of time about an interview, we might ask for questions. So, you know, you can do little things. Like I said, turn notifications on for Twitch. Just even if it's just for next week, turn notifications on for Twitter when we tweet. So you can see if a new story comes up and like your phone can tell you, or you can get an email that says PS nation just tweeted, blah, 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 blah. So like all those things are, are things you can help me. I know help us. I'm sorry. I know that it can be a little annoying if your phone's buzzing and things like that. Like I get it, but maybe, you know, set it up to where it emails you so you can go back and see, cause we might post a hands-on impressions of something that's under embargo that you were wondering about. We might, you know, just walk out of an appointment of something that totally surprises both of us or surprises Michael. And it's the best thing he's seen. It, it might be something might be a game of the year candidate for him. You know, we can share it with you guys and show you what's going on. So um, the team, the home team is going to be helping us as well. Get stuff posted as much as we can news. So just, you know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, turn notifications on, follow us on Twitch, turn notifications on um, all that stuff. You can email us. 
I don't know if Michael only checks the checks the email on the computer, but you know if you, you know, use the hashtags, email us, send us a message on Facebook, whatever you got to do. So we would love to interact with you guys or to try to find answers for what you want to know that's going on at E three as best as we can. Um, lots of lot, you know, lots of cool appointments, lots of interesting uh, things that Michael and I are doing together. We put a focus on doing some things together. Um, we're going to see a handful of things on Monday together. We've got a, a, a handful of appointments together uh, for some, some pretty cool stuff. Um, so that's it's next week. Uh, I'm not ready to go. I haven't packed a single damn thing. And Michael's just going to grab one of his duffel bags and leave. <laughs> I'm actually packed already because I had to, which is the first time I've ever been packed a week out before E3. Usually you just don't sleep the night before. Yeah, and I just packed then, but I, I yeah. did not have that option. So, yeah. So again, you can send us emails to podcast at psnation.com. You can also just click on the contact us button at psnation.com on the left-hand side of the page. Um, you can send a voicemail to through Skype, WDT-Torgo. Um, you can just go to psnation.com. That's where all the news and the E3 stuff is going to be. You can go to the forums and start discussions in the forums about E3. Uh, Facebook, again, like I said, just like us on Facebook. Well, anytime that we post a, an article or we see something cool, we're going to post it on social medias, and Facebook's a way that you guys can follow us as well. There's like bots or no bots there's a huge difference between twitter followers and facebook followers so facebook guys you got to step up your game you guys are super active when we ask questions and stuff like that way more than twitter is but you should see some more of you guys i mean or those are the the real fans of our show apparently <laughs> um the main account on twitter is at ps nation michael's account is at the first mjc I'm also uh, on Instagram now at the first mjc if you want e3 thirst trap uh pictures Thirst drive? Thirst trap. It's an Instagram term. It's fine. It's okay, Dave. <laughs> For the record, my children have probably evolved past Instagram and they use Snapchat. I can't understand Snapchat. And I always said when I didn't understand the technology, it meant I was too old and I was going to kill myself. <laughs> I vaguely understand Snapchat just because of... I, I get it. I know how to use it. I just don't get it. <laughs> My daughter, like, there's location-based stuff for Snapchat now. Because she'll be like, Jonathan hasn't left camp yet. And I'm like, how do you know? Oh, he just sent a snap and it told me where he was. I'm like, that's creepy. Creepy, (laughs) yep. Uh, You can follow myself on Twitter at TheDestinyDave. Most, you know, so please follow us. Most of the stuff will be coming out through the PS Nation Twitter. But the little fun stuff will be coming out from our own personal Twitters when we see anything crazy. Like uh, hopefully I find that guy that's dressed up like Tony Hawk again with a sign that says make Tony Hawk pro skater great again so that Michael can get a picture with him. I don't know if Michael's ever ran into that guy at E3. Tony Hawk. I've ran into Tony Hawk, not Tony Hawk lookalike. Are you sure you didn't just run into Tony Hawk? No, this guy like had a skateboard and a sandwich board sign that said make, Tony Hawk skating great again or something. Oh, okay. I just usually run into the crazy religious people outside that curse at you when you walk in the building. That's because they apparently you have something in your forehead that says talk to me because they don't say a word to me. <sighs> yeah, no, it's because I like look at them with like disgust and I think they feel it. <laughs> All right. On that note, please just follow us for E3. Stay active on social media with us. Hang out. Let's have a blast together as a group. 
Um, that's a huge goal of mine. This uh, goal of mine, uh, you know, this is to interact with social media with with you guys as much as we possibly can. And I know Michael likes to do that as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. I apologize for the short show, but you guys can just have to deal with it because you're going to get a shit ton of content next week. (laughs) Internet willing. Yeah, have a great week. It's coming either way. Yeah. It'll either happen the day of or the week later. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Have a great week. I I can't sit on this floor anymore. I figured that much. It's your fault to show short. Yeah. All right. Bye.